Costume Station Zero. I'm Bob Mitch, and I'm here with a, another roundtable of past guests to discuss Silicon Valley Comic Con, which has just ended. We are here on Sunday evening to discuss the event. Uh, I'm going to go around. I have Scott Sebring. Hello. Vicki Sebring. Hello. Alex Murphy. Hey. Kelly Duth Cambray. Oh my god, I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's how we all feel. And Valerie Perez. Hey, what's up? All right, so Silicon Valley Comic Con. Which was formerly known as Big Wow. How, what do we What do we think? What, how, how was the event for you guys? Uh, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. I loved I loved it. I thought it was great. This is my first time here. Awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. a newbie. I'm That's a newbie. That's right. Alex is a newbie. Mm-hmm. Well, to to this convention. Yes. Um, as Scott, this is your first time here at Silicon Valley and at Big Wow. What's What's the thoughts? It's bigger. It's broader. It's uh. Man, it, it, it's it's a different convention, just flat out. It really is a different convention. It's a good convention. It's though. a good convention, and I'm, I'm going to say it's apples and oranges because they're two totally you know same location technically, mm-hmm. but two completely different conventions. A real quick comparison, I would say, was that uh, Big Wow, I think, was artist driven, meaning the people who would draw and write and make the comic books and so forth. This one's a bit more celebrity autographs and media driven on that side. Now, there's tons of merch. Mm-hmm. Tons of comics. Oh, man. Tons of comics. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely say that that was a major shift. Big wow, you would come into the middle of the hall and there would be rows upon rows of artists. Very highly featured. Now they're off to the very far side, tucked on the very farthest side of the convention floor. That's my, if I had to say, that's the one part I wish didn't change, that would be about it. Bigger, badder, broader, cool. But I still wish we retained at least that part of it. Valerie and Kelly are the major veterans. Do you agree? I I do love, um, other than pop culture, you have this nice science aspect. Oh, there was so much science stuff. It was cool. You got got NASA, you got SETI, you've got some uh, cool toys and the on the floor, uh, extension of robots. I, I really appreciate that. I, do, I have to say, I absolutely love the NASA presence and the science stuff. That was very absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for classic arcades. They, the, the fact that they've got arcade here with a focus on a lot of the classic games to play, mm-hmm. I, I think that's awesome. I agree. I, I, I like the fact that you moved the arcade from last year from that little tucked away room out into that main lower floor where you could easily see it and go around. There's a lot of room in there. Uh, I didn't get time to play anything, sadly, but yeah, they had some great games and great pinball, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, 
And the fact they spread out, they put the main uh, conference room across the street and the Civic National Theater. Mm. So uh, the crowds, the movement was, was, was really spread out, as well as taking over the park, where they had that area open to the public. Another thing I appreciate, yeah. so you don't have to have a pass to go in to... Uh, Enjoy some of it, yeah. Yeah, you got to get the geek... Uh, fashion show preview there on Saturday. You had a dog costume contest. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a whole lot going on. Uh, the other little uh, improvement I did like is uh, the little uh, was it scan badge areas I thought were well placed at more of the doors instead of right by the dealer hall so you didn't have those choke points mm -hmm. like we had the year before. Yeah. Um, anyway, that, that was a huge help. It was like, oh, I don't have to deal with that now. We're already past that. So that was uh, that was nice. Um, Kelly, any other thoughts on that? They had that AC cranked up. Yes, last oh, year it was stifling the heat. So yeah, I was very glad that the dealer hall was appropriately cool for people and cosplayers. Absolutely. <clears throat> Speaking of cosplay, uh, so let's first talk about the stuff we actually wore. Um, did we get a lot of love on the floor for all the stuff we brought along? Oh yeah. Wonder Woman always gets love, I'm happy to say. Hopefully it never changes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I suppose a lot of people weren't sure what I was wearing uh, for a lot of it, but the people who did know certainly gave me a lot of love. What were you wearing? Yeah. I wore I wore uh, the 10th Doctor for quite a bit of the show, um, Friday and um, Friday night, and then some of Saturday. And uh, the rest of Saturday was 11th Doctor in the purple outfit, and then today was Tintin. Uh, from the Adventures of Tintin, and you were adorable as Tintin. Thank oh my you. God, I love I love that outfit. It's just such a comfortable, fun outfit that people always. I'm amazed at how popular Tintin still is. I mean, it was written in like the 30s in like Amsterdam, mm -hmm. and there's still there kids came up to me today and were like, "Oh my God, it's Tintin!" I'm like, "Oh my God, you're like six. Mm -hmm. You're still reading this thing. This thing is almost a hundred years old. Wow, that's amazing." And I and I guess I'm I mean I'm pretty freaking young to be a fan of Tintin myself I suppose so. Makes but you sense. also had the feature not too long ago. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, the movie the movie that came out a couple of years ago also that does help. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a couple of people weren't sure what I was wearing today until they saw my little snowy dog that I carry. I have a little stuffed dog that looks like Snowy that barks and makes noise. A lot of people were kind of like not realizing I was cosplaying at all until they saw I was carrying a dog. And they put it together, including Carrie Byron. Carrie Byron was like, why are you carrying a dog? Oh, wait. Oh, I get it. Okay. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, yesterday, the 11th Doctor, like, the, the 10th Doctor stuff, people love the 10th Doctor. They come to me like, oh, my God, you're my you're my doctor. You're my favorite. I'll take a photo. Or even they'll come up and they'll be like, oh, my God, Matt Smith is my favorite. But I love you. Can I take a photo? And with the 11th Doctor, people were like, Hey, it's cool to see uh, the Joker out and about. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Sure. You were purple and you were walking with a Harley. I was walking with a Harley. So. <laughs> people, people jump to their conclusions. Yes. yes. Uh, Vicky, do you want to discuss your Evil Queen? Uh, this was the debut of my classic Snow White Evil Queen. Woo! Uh, it got a very well received, a lot of love. A um, few things need juging. As, as happens with, with costumes, the first time you wear them out, you discover, oh, this needs to be better secured here, and this needs to be a little tighter here, or, 
or whatever, but no, it was very well received. I got a lot of love, a lot of love, and uh, that was really, really cool, so. I, I saw yeah. something, did you want to tell people about the little boy who loved apples? Oh yeah, there was there was one little boy came up, he's like, ah, can I have my picture with you? Can I have my? He was so excited! Mm -hmm. And his parents were like, calm down, calm down. I'm like, sure, wonderful! And then he's like, I have to show you, I have to show you, I was at the farmer's market the other day, look at these apples! Apparently he loves apples. He had a phone full of pictures of apples, which is part of why he loved me and wanted a photo with me. <laughs> And I was like, that's what his parents were like, she doesn't need to see all your apple pictures. And I'm like, it's okay. He was absolutely adorable. And then there was another another lady who stopped me and wanted a photo with me and she was all excited and she was wearing this t-shirt that had Ursula and Maleficent and and all these female Disney villains on on there, but not me. No evil queen. So I gave her some crap about that, and she she was terribly repentant and dropped to her knees and begged my forgiveness, <laughs> and and promised to go out and and kill Snow White for me. Said she wouldn't back out like that wimpy huntsman did. She had no problem, and she would do my bidding and be my minion. And I decided she was just fabulous, and so she could have a picture. So. <laughs> And you know, so that was pretty, pretty freaking awesome. Uh, yeah, just a lot of love. People really, really liked it. They really enjoyed it. And yeah, she will definitely be coming back. So nice. very nice. <laughs> Scott, you uh, debuted your Captain America. Yeah, uh, Chris Evans Civil War Captain America. This is the. I mean, quite honestly, this is uh, the first, I think, character I've ever done of the 21st century. <laughs> I mean, as far as the superheroes go, most of my superheroes have been like the Phantom and Lone Ranger and Zorro and, of course, 66 Batman. And so to have someone who's like mainstream like that was very different for me this time around. And thank goodness the AC was cranked up the way it was because that thing's in so many layers, it doesn't breathe. But it was really fun uh, to do this character. And little kids, they key on this one. They don't even have to kind of decipher which one this is. They know who he is. Mm -hmm. and, and there were some other Captain Americas walking around, which was fun. You had some Winter Soldiers going around, and that's fun. So there was a lot of, lot of interaction I got to do with some of these folks that I uh, wouldn't normally have. I was going around giving uh, Spider-Man, any Spider-Man that came, came around, I was usually giving them crap. You know, just in regards going, see if you can take my shield now that I know that now I know you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, go ahead, try. <laughs> I see you now. You know that kind of thing. It's just fun. And uh, I had a moment with uh, nobody photographed it or videotaped it, but did I say tape? I'm old. Maybe we the idea. Yeah, and where I came across a guy doing Tony Stark, and he had the sunglasses and the goatee, had the light in the chest, and he even had like a prototype mm -hmm. uh, repulsor ray thing. And we like see each other from like about 20 feet away. He's like looking at me, I'm looking over at him. He's like, let's hug it out. You're all right, I'm sorry about the misunderstanding, bro. Okay, you need therapy. <laughs> and then we just played it out. It wasn't for video or photos. That was just silly fun, you know, for the moment. And that, that was actually one of my favorite moments like that. And, uh, and like, I think maybe a two or maybe three-year-old kid being the Winter Soldier. 
that was that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I was with you uh, quite a lot, and yeah, I saw quite a lot of love for Cap, which was which was great. Um, and um, I'm, yeah, I'm glad I saw where I received. And there were a lot of Caps, but you definitely, um, I think, were definitely the most dialed in of the the movie Caps I saw. Yeah, I. The thing is, what was really fun about it is because I like uh, I like playing classic good guys. I think that's the key thing. You know, whether it's Batman or Phantom or Zorro, those are classic good guys. They're not they're not the brooder. You know, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And Captain America, this Captain America, is one of the things I absolutely love about him is that, you know, he's a bit old-fashioned that way. Right. And right. so that, that, that was always fun. It was also kind of cool going to next people going, yeah, you can never go wrong with old school. Uh, that was always fun, too. Speaking of Captain America, Kelly, you got to bring out the old red-brown Captain America. What was that like? That was very interesting. Uh, odd. It was odd because I wanted to see... I started out, when I was getting into the thing, um, um, pouring my body into it, liquefying my body to pour myself into this thing. <laughs> uh, it was very tricky to smooth out everything that needed to be smoothed out. And uh, when you put the helmet on, which is an old 1976 helmet uh, with these wings, it, it weights down, it pushes everything down. And um, I could feel the weight as I felt like a bobblehead. And um, so once the shield was on my arm and I got myself situated and looked myself in the mirror, I'm like, okay, okay. But the seven-year-old kid in me was flipping out, mm -hmm. but the adult in me was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I make my way onto the floor. Um, as I get out the door, I get a couple of whistles, which ah. was a really nice, really nice, you know, good ego boost. So I decided to make my way up the floor from the beginning to uh, meander my way toward you guys all the way in the end building. So I started off in Artist Alley. And as I walked through Artist Alley, I got a couple of artists yelling at me. It's like, my captain, you're my captain. Hey, man, you're retro cap, retro cap. No one said red brown cap or 79 cap or anything like that. They just said retro cap. And uh, took pictures with them. Even one artist decided to stop me. He drew a picture of me, of my face, mm -hmm. in the helmet, mm -hmm. which was really nice. He's going to email me the image. Um, and so I made my way towards you guys. And I guess the kids' eyes would light up because of the colors, the familiarity of Captain America. But there was something off with the parents were like, look, it's Captain America. And the kids were like, uh, yeah. the familiarity with. The Captain America that Scott portrayed was kind of different compared to like, you know, night and day because of the color scheme. And plus my shield was, you know, my white areas were transparent. I had a blue star instead of a white star. And a motorcycle helmet, of all things. Um, so my colors were really uh, vibrant. Uh, so I looked like a walking eagle figure. Which is um, glorious. Yes. Very much so. So uh, I get to you guys, and uh, we take the group shot pictures. The pictures look wonderful. Um, I, have, I got a good, you know, got a lot of cap love out of what I wore. Um, so it's nice to be called Retro Cap, which is pretty interesting that he's already retro to begin with. So um, this has been a Captain America that I've been wanting to do since I was, since, since Red Brown premiered in 79. Since I had a trash can lid for a shield when I was little and would put my shield, my trash can lid in front of my bike and rode around the neighborhood and all my friends called me Captain Cream Buff. <laughs> <laughs> so this was uh, pretty interesting for me. So 
have a good time in the suit. But like like Vicky said, we have to work out the bugs in it. So there's a lot of tweaking that needs to be done. Yeah, I forgot he didn't have a belt buckle. That was that was the weirdest part for me. I remember the clear and the shield and the helmet, the, the weird cat helmet with the wings on it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that always bugged me as a kid in the movie that he never took the helmet off and he just didn't have a regular cowl underneath mm-hmm. the helmet. This big bulky thing. Yeah, he just kept the helmet on. That was something that was weird. Well, I mean, it was, you know, at the time, the hype was Evil Knievel. Right. Yeah. And right. that's what they were going for right. was right. that. And, you know, if you think about it, if, you know, they, they had a pilot, they did okay, and then they had the, you know, made-for-TV show, but it was supposed to be split up in three different shows but they decided to combine it into a movie and then end it so we didn't get a series but we were supposed to get a series out of this oh. and uh, you know merch would have been very evil Knievel merchandise gotcha. with captain america huh. because he had remember when he went off that when he drove off he was at a prison and he he drove off a ledge yeah and then all of a sudden his bike converted into a hand glider so that would have been the toy. That would have been the toy. Oh, I gotcha. All right. Which okay. would have been a cool motorcycle hand glider toy. Well, yeah, yeah. The toy would have been cool. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, it's just a shame you couldn't be in the costume longer. I know you were really hot. And, yeah, yeah, the heat was, yeah. yeah. That motorcycle helmet was, if I had drilled holes in it or something just to get the heat out of it or put some sort of mesh mm-hmm. on my back that was thinner than the mm-hmm. spandex just to get the body heat out, it would have been fine. But I started to sweat down my neck could feel the you know mm-hmm. getting saturated behind my back. Yeah, I was sweating like a beast in yeah. in in my suit. We see the spandex ex- exposes sweat. Oh you yeah, know that. You oh know, yeah, the chest area. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, and it, like, it shows. Oh, attractive on the floor. Oh yeah, no, no, mine was all contained within. I was a pool sautéing in my own juices. You know, <laughs> what a mental image. Yeah, I was. You know, a marinated Scott steak. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was cooking medium rare by by that point, but uh, yeah. What did we figure you were in the suit for an hour and twenty two minutes, Kelly? I was no, I was in there for about two hours, two hour stops, And then he was done. Bing. Exactly. Dave, put a fork in me. I'm put done. a fork in me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have got back in. It just took so long to get in it. Yeah, it was just yeah. like you had to do all these. Just, it's just yeah, I was there types. hanging out in the room while you were doing it. It was, it's tough. It was, yeah. It's just a smoothing and smoothing. It's like you're sanding yourself. You have like eight layers of undergarments and yeah, you're all covered in exactly. talcum powder. Yeah. And you put on the thing and now it doesn't really fit here. I have to take it off and put it back on again. And Yeah. Wow. It sounds hot. Yeah. Oh, it was, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a great time. Uh, so, so Valerie, um, um, I know you're uh, mostly at the booth, but uh, you said Wonder Woman went over super well and you were just uh, doing the old Princess Diana thing. Old Princess Diana thing. Uh, yes, um, the standard of my latest incarnation of the leather suit with uh, a kind of dark blue cape. Um, the one I've, for whatever reason, the, the foam in it, there was a little padding at the top that kind mm-hmm. of fills it out, makes it sit well on my, my shoulders. It just started to turn to dust. And mm-hmm. I thought uh, with the new movie, going back to the blue dark blue case, a little Spartan looking, I'd, I'd switch it up like that. Um, I don't feel the need to, to go the sword and shield route, but uh, I definitely uh, I wanted to represent and celebrate the new movie that's coming out. I did a print for that, as well as brought back a Linda Carter look. Uh, and uh, 
I, I, uh, I gotta say, there's this one little girl, she saw me uh, taking pictures from an upper level and she just would not leave the ledge. And, and I, I, I waved to her and she waved back and I did Amelon's on saloon, she copied me and, and she, she wouldn't go away. So I said, hey, I'll come up there. And I visited her and, and she, she, she mobbed me, she jumped me. She had a little super girl with her. Mm. She asked if I would play Ring Around the Rosies with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have pictures of that. And he, she says, oh, sweet. Um, I said, yeah, we, 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 we uh, circled around, pretend we were flying around on our invisible jet. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, she, she, she says, well, I'd like to come over to your house. You know, I can, <laughs> he could be like my sister, I'd be Wonder Girl. Just, <clears throat> just I, I felt like I was on a play date. <laughs> it was great. And the father came back the next day today and told me that they're still talking about it and oh. a wonderful time and thank me very much. Sweet, I love it's great. That. I love that. It's great to meet growing Amazons. Yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, did you did you find uh, having uh, your own table again was that uh, was that a good experience stressful how'd that go? Uh, well, uh, I was afraid last year we we're kind of overdoing it with the space how we brought that Luna card backdrop mm. and that came and came across the floor and mm. they. They counted on it this year. I felt bad we didn't have it because they, they gave us a double wide space. So I found embarrassment of riches with the room that we had. Um, and with the, with just a modest backdrop this year. Uh, I was grateful for the room because everybody wants to take a picture. So it's just that much easier mm. to pop up. And yeah, yeah. So that, absolutely. I, I, I enjoy the booth in that way. And, and there is a pressure to have some kind of merchandising to do prints, but um, I, I, uh, I mostly just want to meet people, talk about my, my favorite subjects, and represent. There you go. Take photos, um, meet people. Yeah, that's what it's yeah. all about. Um, Bob. I am. Um, uh, so I, I rocked uh, good old Captain Marvel, otherwise known as Shazam, to people nowadays, I guess. Or um, or Flash. Well, <laughs> old school Flash. I'm getting to that. It could be. It could be worse. They call you Flush. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Um, I had plans originally to do uh, the 66 Joker on Sunday, but uh, when I factored in the amount of time it takes to put that makeup on right, and when Scott opted out of doing Batman 66, I thought, guess I'm going to give Cap some more love on Sunday. So I doubled down on that for both days of the weekend. And uh, yeah, actually I was in Cap a lot more on Sunday. And uh, what is it? Um, so Sunday, I'm, or sorry, Saturday, I'm with you, Scott, as right. the two captains. Right. And uh, right away, I'm, I'm getting some decent love as Cap. Like, there's a lot of, you know, uh, I'd say 20 to 40-something guys who are, oh, wow, you never see a Captain Marvel. Oh, wow, go, wow they're called calling me Captain Marvel. That's the occasional Shazam, Shazam, that's great. And then uh, it took a while, but then finally behind me, some girl, must have been late teens, was like, oh, yeah, it's really a Captain America. Oh, and he's with an old school Flash. And I was like, got my first one. People start calling me old school Flash. And I think I got like three that day. But the Captain Marvels vastly outnumbered that. And the little kids, there were little kids who called me Captain Marvel. So yay for them, being raised right. Um, <laughs> so my, my favorite fan event on Saturday was a, a girl. She was probably in her late teens, early 20s. And her friends spotted me and brought her to me. And she's wearing a Shazam shirt old school Shazam shirt. And she was so happy. She's like, oh my God, Shazam. And I'm just like, that's great. Like, made that, made that girl's day. Sweet. Awesome. Sunday, I got a lot more flashes, man. I got, yeah, I got yeah, a lot more flashes. 
I, uh, I was approached by a Dr. Strange who came up to me. He was like, oh my God, I'm such a big fan. I got to get a picture. I'm going to look like I'm casting a spell on you, you know? And I'm like, oh, cool. He knows who I am. Like magic. We're both doing the magic thing. And then we do the photo and he comes away. He's like, man, I love you, Flash. And he walks away and I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> I think I should preference this, though. Today was really Flash Day yeah. at the convention. Yeah. Because you had... Yeah. There were a lot of yeah. Frank Gustin was at the con. There were a lot of and it was like the flash. flash press day or something yeah. or Pat, flat, flash pass yeah. day or whatever. Yeah. The photo ops were going. Yeah. The panels were going. Yeah. There was a lot of people dressed up as the Flash yes. and Kid Flash. Some wonderful and, Flash yes, cosplay. Some great Flash cosplay. Lots of Flash yep. T-shirts out there today. Yep, yep, yep. This was the day to show up with a lightning bolt. And so everyone just assumed I'm red with a lightning bolt. I must be some version of the Flash. I've seen yeah. some cool Jay Garrick ones today. Yes, yes, I saw at least ones. four good Jay Garricks. They were they were great, and a couple people dressed even as the TV. Um, uh, Jay yeah, I know my personal favorite moment with you as Captain Marvel, as far as you coming across somebody who liked Captain Marvel, uh -huh. and it was this older lady. Yes. Go ahead, you tell that part then. Yeah, that was actually I think one of the first first or second yes. person who clocked me, and she was this older woman who I was at your booth, Valerie, before you got there, and we. Uh, waiting around and she immediately clapped me and was like, you were my hero, you were my superhero, oh my God, she took a picture. And she remembered reading the comics and watching the serial in the 40s. And she wow. was like, oh my gosh, in the 40s, you couldn't get better than Captain Marvel. She, I could tell she, had, and I, I, I was like, yeah, there we go. Cause I'm like, that was the decade for Cap. That was, that was Cap's high point. Um, so that was really cool. He was more popular than Superman. Back in then, yeah. yeah. And he had sold Superman. Wow. Um, so yeah. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. incredible. Isn't it? More yeah. popular than Superman. He was. Yeah. That's why the lawsuit that's came about. That's why DC sued him so that they could shut him down and get him out of the running and then they bought him later. That's, uh, why, he, well, that's yeah. why he's back as a DC character. Yeah. But never quite gets the love of Superman. They never quite... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so I, I remember that. Oh. Some guy from a video game booth, I remember, approached me. Oh, gosh. And he was like, oh, my God, you know, this is great. Uh, hey, Flash, do you mind playing your character in our video game? I'm like, I'll play your game, but I'm not the Flash. He's like, oh, well, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Shazam. Uh, uh, well, we need DC characters. I'm a DC character. Oh, well, yeah, maybe we can use you. I'm like, maybe you better make sure I'm in the game. He goes and checks, comes back, he's, yeah, I'm sorry, you're not in the game. We, we need people in the game. I'm sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> It's all right. Like, wow. That was that was a symphony of errors. Um, so yeah, that was that was interesting. But no, no, no. Otherwise, it was it was fun. Oh, uh, my other favorite encounter is when we were at Starbucks and uh -huh. that black guy came up. Yeah. And he was so excited to meet Shazam. He was like, Shazam, man. He was. Oh man, he could not get over the fact that you were dressed up as Captain Marvel. Oh, he loved it. He was just like, man, I used to watch you all the time. You used to drive around in a Winnebago with your relatives. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep. He's like, you had a lightning bolt on the front and everything. He's like, man, every Saturday I was watching. I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was thrilled. Yeah, he, he was. Made his day. So that was, that was pretty cool. But yeah, no, I, I mean, look, I'd say the Captain Marvel still outnumbered the Flashes, which was, which was nice. And yeah, and I, there were a number of kids who, who knew. There were a few kids who didn't. That's okay. It happens. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, no, it was, it was always fun being Captain Marvel. I wasn't too hot. Very comfortable costume. But the, yeah, but the preference, you know, why I opted out for Batman, because let's face it, I usually look, I'll do a Batman at least right. once or whatever. But this was a case of, like, because I spent a bit of time on the floor yesterday as Captain America for the first time. And for reasons why we had to change it for a show, which we'll eventually get to later, you know, I didn't do it quite as long. Yeah. 
And I also knew because how hot that suit could get, I'm going, man, there's no way I'm going to be doing this suit like in July mm -hmm. at Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to get in some Captain America time, I might as well do it on Sunday too. Right. Which I got to spend more time on it you know, this time, so that was one of the reasons why I opted out for Batman. Mm -hmm. Batman would have been cooler mm -hmm. temperature-wise in, in some respects, but uh, yeah, I just said... You give this cap some time because he's going to be probably on the shelf for the next year right. <laughs> or right. winter or something happens. Winter soldier. Uh -huh. uh -huh. <laughs> See what he did there. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, you got uh, you got to take a photo with a with a really young winter soldier. That's what I was saying. Yeah, that that little kid that was like two or three years old. Uh, yeah, that was in in. Drinking a was it they had a bottle or something like that? It was like you know, it's like Winter Soldier was like boozing up, you know, <laughs> the little kid like, okay, Buck, you know things are tough, but you don't need to be boozing up because he yeah. was like getting his photo taken. But just loved staring at my shield and just you know, yeah, didn't want to go away really. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't trying to kick him away, but it was just like you know, just wanting to hang. Yeah. yeah, that was that was lots of fun. I, that was a, that was the cutest Winter Soldier, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There were some kids where I would be like, they'd be like in a stroller. There was one that was like in a stroller and kind of decked out in the kids' costume version of mm -hmm. Captain America, clear up to the mask. And I wave at him, and then they just wanted to crawl up into their mother, like totally shy. No, like, oh, no, it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, you let them do with that. Yeah, yeah. It's cute. I like the fact that I was also, I think, the, as far as I can tell, I was the only Shazam on that floor. I yeah, yeah I don't think I saw others. I don't think I saw any other uh, Captain Marvel because I would say out of like almost half of the people who clocked me as Captain Marvel like don't see a lot of Captain Marvel or Shazam around yeah good for you man like represent <laughs> on the upside I mean I was seeing a lot of uh, well I was seeing a lot of the Marvel Carol Danvers Captain Marvel uh, all right I was seeing quite a few of those and Ms Marvels which yeah. which is nice to yeah, see these yeah. days as well yeah but your movie comes out then. Yeah. Yep. Change. Yep. Yep. Marvel yep. has a movie coming out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jeez, everyone just looked at me like I should know this or something. <laughs> Give me a card. Damn, man. It's, it's okay. Even I know yeah. that. I'm under a rock. I know there's a Wonder Woman movie coming out. <laughs> well, it's not coming out for a couple of years. Okay. So, so it's okay. I, to be fair, I, I, I more follow the the Marvel. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Or the that is the yes. Marvel, yes. Marvel yes. Cinematic yes. Universe. Well, that gives you as much as I fucking know about <laughs> <laughs> comics. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, I only watch classic Doctor Who. I only watch. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, that was man. A good one. Tell this, sir. Oh, I guess. Shit. I should have known that. My friend was. Uh, sorry, I'll, I'll stop swearing on your thing. My my like a really Don't old stop. family Can friend actually was Miss Marvel in the Marvel tour, the Marvel Life. Stunt show tour that just toured around. She did nice. it for like a year. I should have figured that out. Nice. I only like classic Doctor Who. Tell that story. Oh yeah. So that was. I. It's a story. It's the story I bring up whenever people. Uh, whenever we, we are in a conversation about people not knowing who we're dressed as. Because one year at Fanime, I think this must have been two or three years ago now. I was in my tenth Doctor outfit, which, if you don't, if you're not familiar with with my cosplays, is like hyper screen accurate. Um, and it and, and very expensive, and I had the whole thing on. I had my real sideburns grown out. My hair was all done. I'm wearing the coat. I'm wearing the pinstripes. I'm wearing an original tie. All this stuff. I'm clearly David Tennant's doctor. This kid comes up to me. He goes, "Oh, what are you dressed as?" Which I'm like, "Okay, must not know Doctor Who." I go, uh, "I'm I'm dressed as uh, as Doctor Who." And he goes, "Oh, I love Doctor Who." 
And I went, yeah, I'm just as, uh, as, as David Tennant's Doctor, the Tenth Doctor. And he goes, oh, well, you see, I haven't watched any of the any of the classic series. I only know new Doctor Who. <laughs> and I went, yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to, to this day. I'm trying to figure out what did he think he was. What? what how? I don't understand this thought process. He probably saw two episodes of Matt Smith. That, that, yep. that has to be it. He's seen two episodes of Matt Smith, and he wants to seem like he's in my fandom, because yep. I'm just some guy. Yep. Like, I love Doctor Who. Oh, but I've only saw yep. Matt Not the Smith. classics. Well, you know, the really old one, the guy in the leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the first one, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy. boy, boy, boy. Yeah. Uh, favorite costumes you saw that you didn't wear? Uh, that hobgoblin was cool. Oh, he yes. was so oh, man. good. Yes, I yes. missed the hobgoblin. Only this one showed me a photo. I think my favorite okay. costume, though, was a group of Star Trek vehicles. That's right. The Star, they were, the yes. Star Trek. They were, they were like in these awesome. galaxy jumpsuits, or these, these spandex suits, and they had like stars printed all over them, and they would have like the Galileo like space shuttle or whatever on one, one of those be their head. The other one was like a Borg cube. And the other one was, so, it was like a... Uh, uh, there was a Klingon, Bird of Prey, Romulan, Warbird, and... The Enterprise. Uh, the Enterprise. Yeah. yeah, but these guys were just walking around with like these... No, no, they didn't just walk. They they They, 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 cruised. they cruised. Yeah. 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 No, they, but they, they were, were working. Awesome. Yeah. I love the fact... I, I, was, I saw them at the masquerade as well, walking over the stage, and... But I love the fact that, like I said, they were... Totally, like I said, head to toe in these star suits, except for the very front where their eyes are. And I just love the fact that two of them at least had horn rim glasses. Yeah. And I'm just going like, nerd. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm like, which one, Sheldon? You know, it was like that was kind of glorious. display. It was we're great. We're wedding nerds now. Well, oh, totally. Totally. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I was, I was totally applauding them. I, I know when they go, uh, when they're giving the award for like audience favorite, Kelly's right in front of me. He's going. Star Trek vehicles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah. Uh, speaking, speaking of, they just had it nailed. The uh, Galaxy Quest couple. Yeah. Oh, my, oh God. my God. They were oh, so man. awesome. They were walking around the first day as the Sigourney Weaver character and the Alan Rickman, I don't remember their names, the Sigourney Weaver character and the Alan Rickman character uh, with a beryllium spear that they had built. Mm-hmm. And they were rolling it along. Um, and I mean, like they, they came walking by as I came out onto the floor the first time I saw them on Friday. Dresses that, and I walked up to the Alan Rickman guy, and I went, "By Grabthar's hammer," and he immediately went, "I will not say that stupid line again." Like he was like totally, he was he was totally into it. They, I walked in, and I was like, "Wow, that was so cool." Then they came in Saturday and Sunday as um, the two main alien guys. Yeah, and they and they were they were walking around with the arm motions and and you'd walk up and say hi, and they did the the whole like like salute thing that they do and. The clapping, oh, and they yes. were just—they were into it. They were they spot on. The they did yeah. that out on the sidewalk of the street when we were going to a restaurant. Yes, and rocked it. You know, they rocked that was, it. That was, yeah, they, 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 they were, were they were awesome. They were dedicated. They were, they were sure. killing it. I yeah. was already out of my suit. I'm going. You know, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, go yeah. eat. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're out of Utah. Saw so them in Salt Lake before. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! Oh, so well, so yeah, Utah awesome. on that. Yeah. That's it. Big Trouble in Little China group mm-hmm. was great. I missed them. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, that sounds great. They had a Jack Burton, a Gracie Law. They had the three Storms, two of the, the gang members. The other the other girl that uh, Wang was trying to save, I think that was it. They didn't have a Wang. But, man, that was pretty yeah. complete. 
Free That's awesome. Yeah. Bob wanted to stag one of the uh, Storm's uh, hats for yeah, sure. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I saw them. I tracked them and got, got a picture. And, I saw, and they won best group in the masquerade. So good, good on them. Very, very well done. And for some reason, I was really intrigued with a, a Deadpool as with a unicorn. Sometimes you'll just see a Deadpool that just kind of sings to you. Sure. Yeah. As you do. The nature of Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, definitely. Bob caught a uh, female Rimmer. Oh, my God. The female Rimmer was my, my personal favorite. <laughs> she That's right. was at the award. Yes. Female Absolutely. first season Rimmer. Season one Rimmer season specifically. One Rimmer, yeah. yeah, she was in the, the tan outfit. And she had the she had the right patches and the tie. And she had a brilliant, perfect, fat silver H on her head. Mm-hmm. And uh, she seemed very uh, very happy that I clocked her. And I made her do the salute, which she did quite well. And, uh, yes. Yeah, she I killed it. Yes. Yeah, she was great. We gotta still do that group one day. Anyway, um, anybody else? Uh, you know, there were so many good ones. I saw so many that I really, really loved. But, you know, I got to go with my heart, and I got to give it up to the Big Bird and the Oscar yeah. walking the floor. Big Bird. Yeah. Oh, that my great. God. They looked so good. They looked so good. Kudos to them. That's, that is no mean feat. Well done. Well mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yes. Kudos. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, Absolutely. wow. Yes. Anything else I'm missing, guys? Behind me? Well, I wish I had video of that hobgoblin who would turn that hoverboard into a glider. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, not only was his outfit on point, but he had a hover, he had his glider that he had built onto the top of one of those hoverboards, so he was able to just kind of roll forward and the whole thing glided. Yeah. It was great. Okay, I was digging the Tyrannosaurus rocks at Rick. The Tyrannosaurus oh, rocks was just yeah. flying between the so halls. At one on, their, on their yeah. motorized... Uh, yeah, board. There That's was great. so much good good stuff going on. So much good stuff. Yeah, there was. Yeah, a lot of excellent costumes. A lot of good armor stuff going on. A lot on. of That's amazing great. Halo guys. Yeah. Some amazing yeah. things, yeah. yeah. Top-notch Star Wars people. There's, yeah, there's a lot of really good Star Wars here. Yeah, man. Kylo, and a lot of yeah. adorable Kylo. child Jawas running around. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I saw. I watched a. I watched a full-size Darth Vader take photos with a little baby Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. It was adorable. I really was a fan of uh, Boy and Dog. He had, he had Chewbacca with a Vader on a leash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that cute. cute. There was a there was a, a woman walking around with a service dog that was dressed as um as canine. Yeah, had a little canine cape on him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, quite a few little girls were dressed as uh, was it li- little Wolverine girl from Logan? Uh, I would forget her designation, but yeah, and doing and you could tell they were loving it. They were just like, yeah, you know, like every time they got a picture <laughs> yeah. taken. I saw I saw a really nice uh, Kamala Khan Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, nice. I saw that. Walking around, so she was very too. nice. Oh man, there was um, there was the the person out outside dressed as the uh, the the Goblin guy from not the Goblin King, but from from uh, Labyrinth. The little the little creatures that like take their yeah, heads yeah. off and switch them around and. Um, oh, and I missed that. Oh man. They looked amazing. Whoever was that. whoever was in that costume. The, the, got, hey, lady, where you going with your head like that? Guy? Yeah. Oh my I got, god. I got photos. Oh, oh I gotta see those. I gotta see those. Great body language and everything. Oh, look at this. Oh, I gotta see those. Oh, doing it right. They they oh, just. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. So that was great. That's Good so yeah. awesome. So yeah, there was some there's some really good stuff here. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh, so cool. I love those guys. Yeah, she would have lost it on that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's 
That's a great head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That's an entirely different podcast. Speaking of which, there was a great dark helmet with his two uh, white <laughs> baseball buddies. There, there was, and a, and a barf. There was a barf walking around. And a as barf. Well. Yeah, they, they were pretty great. Kelly were oh, there. Yeah, he, he took that photo. I saw a really cool bomb voyage walking around. The villains from, from the Incredibles. Incredibles. Bomb yeah. voyage. Bomb and voyage. Syndrome. And who was the other guy? It and was, um, shoot. Anyways, they were all great. They were yeah, all. There, there was so much good stuff going on. Yeah, really, there was. That was very clever. I was about to ask uh, Kelly if there was any particular costumes that really stood out to him. I saw a lady dressed as Mary Poppins, and she had a really nice carpet bag. Oh, <laughs> I, I saw her. I she was nice. Oh, I mean, like, like, like she was tea. really nice. She, she had. Yeah, I saw her too. Mm -hmm. We, we, we walked by and complimented each other, and, and you know, as, as you do. As you do. As you do. Uh, along the a slight jump is uh, going back to our trek to this uh, very strange Star Wars bar from last year. Turns out they had a booth on the floor this year with their job at the hut. So they brought it to you. They brought the party to you. <laughs> they brought the dive to the convention. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Boy, Boy, they're proud of that see. job of the hut. Oh, yeah. They even said, don't touch work of art. <laughs> they did. Should, they should, did should, say that. Should translate to "Don't touch, we'll fall apart." <laughs> when I saw, when I saw it, I got excited. I'm like, "Wow, it's Chet from uh, oh, God, God, Weird Science." Science. <laughs> wow, it's so cool. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Job of the Hut, the 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 low rent version. I suppose it could have been Sill from uh, Doctor Who. No, it's, no, <laughs> no, no. It's I just love the fact that, that we did this journey to this bar that someone recommended. Like, yeah, go to the Star Wars bar. And like we all Ubered and took cabs where to go to this dive, and they had this job like in the corner with a couple like I don't know Hasbro toys or something hanging around, and a pinball machine that was Star Wars themed. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay. <laughs> yep, that was yep, that happened. Yeah. Maybe because we talked it up so much in the other podcast, they decided, hey, we should be at the con. Yeah, <laughs> look, guys, we're internet famous. <laughs> Uh, sure. <laughs> yep, yep. There, yep. Was, uh, there was some cool displays of the Back to the Future booth had, had some good stuff. They had, yeah. some, uh, they had cool, so, a uh, lot of really nice displays yeah. and pieces out for, mm. you know, really nice. A lot of the original props and costume yeah. pieces. Yeah, yeah. some really cool remember, stuff. I don't remember who, whose booth it was, but they had a lot of stuff, like good mi mismatch of stuff there. Some uh -huh. original, they had the original... One of the boats used the Stuart Little movie. They had a car that was used um, in a couple of things. What was? Oh, one of the cars they used was in Star Trek, and I can't think of the name of the car. So my Batman friends would be screaming at me because it was also used in Batman for Catwoman Eartha Kitt's Catwoman car. Mm -hmm. It was like the Kitty Mobile where she kidnaps the Joker, and they had put like for that version they had put like whiskers, ears, and a tail on it. But that was the core was car the that they car. used. Yeah. But I was digging this right next to it was the Blade a fiberglass was a fiberglass body to one of the Blade Runner uh, flying cars. Yeah. Man, I love that. They also had a uh, RoboCop uh, 6000 SUX car, which uh, mm -hmm. was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, no, a lot of neat stuff there. I, 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 guess, I don't know if any of you guys caught it, but down by the arcade was the auction display. Yes, I wanted that Chris yeah. Reeves That Chris Reeves suit. suit. Yeah, it was teal, but it was nice. It was like, ooh, that, yeah, you could tell that was legit. At least, anyway. It was teal. You would jump all over that suit in a heartbeat, anyway. Of course, I'm not. I'm not. I am not a snob when it comes to Chris Reeves suit. You give me a Chris Reeves suit and it's the flying blue screen version, I'll take it. It's okay. 
you know, I'll even take a Superman 4. All right. Wow. Yeah. You heard it. <laughs> or uh, jerk Superman suit. Yes. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take bad Superman 3 suit. Yeah. Peanut flicking Superman 3 suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Any of the above. Yep. Hand it over. Um, so, no, they had that. They had, like, a, a shuttle pod, I think, from Starship Troopers and... Um, Boy. Oh, they had the giant clock from uh, Back to the Future 3. Mm -hmm. um, that was pretty neat. So, yeah, they had, some, they had some cool stuff on display there. I think they had Spock's outfit from Star Trek 4 or 5. Um, I do miss the Madame du Sos that mm -hmm. we had last year. Mm -hmm. Agreed. That was cool. Um, so, I suppose we should uh, talk about the fact that uh, we did a comedy show this year. Uh, yes, just we like did. We did for Gallifrey. Actually, the, we did one for this con before, uh, two years ago, when it was Big Wow. And, and this is the sequel, I guess. Uh, you're actually you're actually talking to almost the entire cast short of Johnny. Yeah. Um, I believe early, uh, but yeah. Uh, and a last minute Supergirl. And a last minute Supergirl. Last minute Supergirl. Uh, that we literally grabbed off the floor. Yes, we yes. literally. You have a Supergirl off. outfit. Yeah. We need you. Yep. <laughs> but uh, big thing. She was great. She had no rehearsal. She came in. She knew both of her lines. She did the thing. She was, she was great. enthusiastic. Yep. Very enthusiastic. Oh yeah. Very sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Big uh, big kudos out to Ariel. Uh, yeah. she, she, she was very cool. Absolutely, absolutely, and big and big thanks to the uh, the tech crew because they were. Very yeah. Oh my God, they were so kind and helpful. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely awesome. Yes, very accommodating. Yes, they they bent over backwards to carve some space out for us backstage, and you know talked to us the day before. And uh, the guy who I was dealing with, his name is Pat, but he also goes by the name of um, uh, Snake. Sn Snake. Snipe. Uh, Snipe. 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 Snipe because it was yes. military tech. There you go. Uh, really cool guy. Uh, because of uh, tech issues, we had a late start, which meant we had a late finish, which meant we ate into the next panel by about five or ten minutes. And he let us do it, which he is let amazing. Because there's a lot yeah. of places that would have booted us right out. Yeah. Who did we cut off short? Max Hedrum. We're so uh, sorry. Matt Frewer. And I am a fan, so I am. So, I feel so bad about that. I just <laughs> love the fact that we were packing up and we're trying to get the hell out of there. And I got Kelly coming in from the back going, Max Hedrum's in the hallway! <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't hear that because I would have freaked out. Because I was so busy just packing stuff up. I'm like, whatever, I'm just, I gotta go. And here I am dressed up as Batman looking across the hallway going, oh hell, there he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, but it also turns out that uh, Pat is a, uh, yeah, I guess he has some background in theater and, and magic. Magic, yeah. Uh, so that's why he was very supportive of us. And he, he was, and even the next day, I was expecting kind of a, you know, back, I don't know, I wasn't sure what to expect from this guy, because I kept thinking, oh my God, is he going to be mad at us about this? No, yeah. he was still, he was like, oh, it was a great show, guys, you guys, and he loved, especially the Flash Arrow sketch. So I was like, yeah. right, well, cool. Um, but beyond the beyond the tech issues and getting used to, there were there were very large wings to figure out for the entrances for some of the skits. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it was, there, well, there were no wings. Basically, it was, the, yeah. it was the stage set up in the hall, and then you went to the wall, yeah. and then you went back behind a curtain that yeah. covered all the tech stuff. There yeah. was there were no wings at all. I mean, to kind of give dimension to this, the stage itself or the platform where there was mainly a panel yeah, platform. Yeah, panel room, six hundred seat room. It's about fifty feet wide, yep. roughly. Roughly. And you probably had about a good 15 to, tw no more than that. You had at least a good 20 feet yeah. on either side of, of going from side to side of that to the walls. Where the curtains were. Where the curtains were. Yeah. So, you would, so you would enter from the side and you'd have 20 feet to trek to go up the steps just and then get on, get on the platform in front of everybody. Yeah. yeah. There's no curtain. Full you're view. You're in full view. So there's like no surprising anybody with your entrance. Yep. Yeah. 
I was just to start off, like I said, no. There was no surprising because every one of us at one point or another was trying to figure out the tech issues out front. Yeah, and there was. Well, yeah, I mean, there was, I mean, the, just, there was a learning curve. There was a learning curve. There was a technical difficulty at the very beginning where there was an incompatibility with the laptop we were trying to use and with their visual system. Yeah. And we were trying to do a reboot, trying to get this kind of going on. Yeah. And at one point or another, each member of the cast kind of came out and says, is there something we can do to make this work? So there wasn't really any surprise like that. You were still surprised when you came out for uh, Sherlock. Surprised. A surprise to the audience because uh, they, they didn't know your character was coming. No, I, I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, I went and uh, the, the tech issue kind of is is why we ran over. We had not too much material and we ended up having to wait until the tech was going so that we could you know do the show so i went out and i chatted with the audience a little bit before while they were figuring out the computer stuff yep. and got them kind of warmed up and chatting and they were responsive talking back to me it was great and then we it, started the show once we once we could yeah but, but just to illustrate just that entrance and suddenly the learning curve just shooting through the roof was that when the first one out and you hear the, the a Star Trek theme kicking as we walking out as Kirk, and Star Trek themes come out, and I'm walking pretty briskly to the to the stage, and the theme ends before I'm halfway to the stage, <laughs> and I'm like, I still got to get over here, yeah. and so so the word I started sending everybody backstage was, okay, you're going to need to jog to the stage, yeah. <laughs> you come know, out, or come out early, come out early as fast as you can, early and fast, <laughs> early and fast, because yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's a bit, the the thing I equated to I was laughing about it was kind of like uh, Ed Sullivan introducing the Beatles at Shea Stadium. Because they had to come out from the dugouts out to the stage in the middle of the field. He'd be like, ladies and gentlemen, here are the Beatles. And here they come. Very there they are. <laughs> They'll be here soon. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, you got to lose a little. Of course, that's for people who love the Beatles, but still. Right. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it felt like, yeah, I'm just going to make it over there. Yeah. But hey, man, the audience was with us. Yep. They were they were laughing. They were following along. Um, they I, were paying attention. I'll give you that. Having watched the video back, you can tell that even if we weren't getting you know the riotest laughs, we always get a Gallifrey. It's uh, there were there were good laughs at the right moments, and you can tell that they were listening. They were reacting at the right parts. Yep. So, Laughter happened. Yeah. Laughter so, happened. One of those yeah. things where uh, I'm glad we did the material. It was a it's a good trial run. Yeah. Well, like I said, it, it's always about, you know, we say growing pains or whatever, things learn, things are learned and whatnot. I don't want to talk too much about the show on a blow-by-blow because blow I want to hopefully do some of these things again sometime or whatever. But I do want to bring up my favorite line in the entire show. <laughs> one, three, one, three. One, two, three. I, I love, love you, Barry! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Bob, you want to tell the story? <laughs> so, again, we're crunching on time. We're doing the final skit of the show, which is a Flash Arrow parody. Uh, brand new, new skit that we wrote for the show uh, to be more superhero-centric. Uh, there was three new skits. And, uh, again, we're pushing the time. We went over by a few minutes. So, we're under a bit of stress, Alex and I, as mm -hmm. I'm, I'm Oliver Queen and Alex is Barry Allen. And we're about what two two minutes maybe a minute and a half. In we're, yeah. And and Alex here dropped his line. 
I, I totally did, and I, I will own it. We were, up, <laughs> we were up there, we were doing it, and he gave me my cue, and I, there legs. was nothing. Legs there was nothing so there. And uh, and then uh, I tried to cue him, saying, uh, "Do you want to talk to me about the multiverse?" <laughs> and I was like, I was waiting. I was like, "Okay, multiverse. That's my prompt." I'm thinking, I've got nothing coming to my head, so I just went, "Probably." <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, while that was a prompt, it really wasn't the best prompt. So then, at that point, it's like, "Well, we're at this point. Uh, we've already fought tech problems. We're already over by five minutes." We're just gonna own this. We're gonna own how much we're, we're kind of off the rails at this point. And I, I just you two were just staring at each other. And I just, I just, I had no choice but to laugh about it and go, "I love you, Barry." To <laughs> <laughs> you and I love you too. I love you too, Ollie. <laughs> and we kind of had a little pat on the back. And then finally, I'm like, and finally gave you the right cue that got us back on track. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think of that moment, I just crack up. <laughs> I just know I was backstage, and I was just like, okay, this is going, because you're like kind of keeping score backstage. You're like, okay, is this going? Then you're hitting that. I go, what's happening? And I hear, I love you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I got to see this. <laughs> to, to be fair, during during rehearsals of a lot of the skits, especially, I would say, the Hulk uh, skit and the Flash Arrow skit, there would be a number of times where we'd find little moments where we would riff. Oh, absolutely. Ad -libs. Sometimes it's for our own amusement because you get so used to the material. But other times you're just finding stuff. God, it, oh, there was some funny stuff. You almost yeah. wish you could keep it. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, like, yeah, anyway, I could go on, but I won't, I won't give away this stuff. But that kind of thing is, so that's a little taste of it in a way, and for, for better or for worse. I wanted to bring up, Kelly, your, your moment when you came on as Sherlock when we did the remount of 50 Years Club. You had me slightly concerned with your very long line pause. And then you, you, told me, you told me later that the two names you had to remember you wrote into your hand. <laughs> so that's why you did this weird hand gesture. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going like, what is he doing? Because you, you stared at us and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> like this. He's, yeah, I, would you describe what you're doing for the people who can't see you? Um, well, uh, I knew that I, I, I'm, I'm, I have theater background, and when there's hysterics on stage and they, all this energy that's there, and I feed off of this stuff. So, and I knew that I tend to derail because I, I, I improv a lot. I tend to, if I don't stick to the script yep, by yep, the book, yep, yep. I will fark in the road and uh -huh. go a different direction with it. Uh -huh. So this is... When I'm like, this is like, can I stick to the script? And the script is on my hand. <laughs> so you gotta put your hand in front. So of I'm one. like, I'm up on stage at Sherlock, right? Yeah. And then getting my groove on. And I'm looking at Val and Vic. And Valerie's like, making the face like, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got this. <laughs> They're reading his hand. Diana Prince and. Queen with Virginia. And I would unravel, like literally unravel. If I did not write your character's name, I would unravel. <laughs> but I kept it together. I played it off really well, didn't yeah, I? That's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't know. I told you I had it here. I told Johnny last I didn't time, know. I, I didn't Johnny, know. Johnny lost his shit. He <laughs> like, you what? <laughs> this is this is the first time 
I've heard this. I didn't know, and I didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed I you sure, did a big gesture with your hand. I didn't. I didn't realize. And then I was sweating, and shit was like, like, crying. I was sitting right. Well, you were standing right in front of me where I was sitting as Kirk, and I'm looking up at you, and I see you looking at them, and I'm going like. He doesn't know their names. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, how am I going to tell them? And then you rattle it off, and I'm like, because I can see your lips almost doing the wrong thing. You know, like, what's he going to do? Oh, he's got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> and, um, you see, in my mind, I don't want to see Diana Prince. I'm you want to say Princess Diana? Because I, I, I can see your lips about the purse, and I'm like, going, yeah. that's not the one. <laughs> you know, so, like I said, war stories are only funny when she survive them, you yes. know. But, uh, no, it was good that we did get the video up and running and stuff because then we got yeah. to uh, play, well, premiere a particular little video in mm -hmm. front of everybody. Mm -hmm. It was a sneak preview. Sneak, sneak preview. It was, yes, it was it a sneak was preview. It was very sneak. In fact, when it was playing on screen, it was, uh, imagine this computer screen, the video <clears throat> box was only open in the upper right hand corner and there was a viewfinder Explorer window just covering the <laughs> section of it. So you can see a bit of the movie uh, playing. So it was like peeking around the, uh, one of the windows on the computer screen. And I, I, was, it, I apparently the trackpad on the computer wasn't uh, was very easy to, to manage, but uh, if anyone who knows me, most laptops, I, could, I, I can make my, make my bitch. So I ran over and. Uh, Thank God you did. Over. Thank God you did. And uh, unfortunately, the whole beginning of my little uh, Wonder Woman tribute uh, film the beginning was kind of missed. So there's a joke. I don't want to say it here, but uh, it's a little different than what you expect for people who know me. Uh, and uh, so it was kind of lost. But then I realized, you know what? For the masquerade, which was the thing that was supposed to be touted as the actual premiere and is definitely the bigger audience, I think I need to introduce this thing and give it some context which I was able to do, uh, introduce it at the masquerade, and I think it helped out a lot. Yeah. And uh, the joke came over that much better. Because uh, standing there has Wonder Woman. Say, hey, I made a Wonder Woman film. Automatically, you go to all the fan films that you see where it's usually heroes beating each other up or, or sexual situations. So I was trying to tell them, I made this to be all ages, bit of fun. There you go. And I, it, uh, it really helped push it over the top. So thank you for... For the opportunity, Bob, I wouldn't have thought to, to play it there at all. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I, I think people liked it, even though you're right, we had to fight the, the aforementioned tech issues we talked but about. That but that crucial yeah. piece really helped to put it over um, when it was at the costume contest. I, I don't know what, how many people were there. We had a pretty large panel room and a decent amount of people. I'll probably have to go back through my pictures and count roughly. <laughs> There's a real bad judge of that. But I would say it was... Five times the size of the costume contest the audience was there watching it? Five times the size of the costume contest? Uh, the audience that we had for uh, any slamming. You mean five room. times? The, okay, I yeah, see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. 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 yeah, there were quite a bit more people. Yeah, because the room we were in was 600 seats. Uh, by that point, we probably still had around, I don't know, half the room. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's generally where it was at. We'll say 3, 350. And then you're right for the, for the masquerade. There must have been, oh my god. That was a big venue. Well, that was at the so Civic Center. Had, yeah. Also, you had two levels. You had you had the main level, and then you had balcony seating. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, a couple thousand? I don't know. 1,500? Somewhere in there. Yeah, was that lot. was big. That was big. But, uh, you know, Scott got to have a, a moment on screen as Batman. 
He got a lot of love. I don't want to go more into that. Okay. But, um, but Scott did a great job of the music. He, he did an amazing job of the music, and um, it felt really good. I wish the person who, uh, uh, a real intricate piece to my Wonder Woman tribute film was Dan Jazza, yeah. and he was uh, not here for the event. But I, I got to tell him how his lines, they're on stage, and they have a woman signing sign language. All of his lines. I said, boy, Dan, I wish you were here, and I took a... I hope I got I got the sign language woman in there. It was just an amazing moment. Yeah. yeah. No, like I said, it, it was definitely fun to watch. That's for sure. Like I said, and the masquerade was fun to watch too. Yeah, it was really nicely done. I have to say. I had to make the preference. I don't usually enjoy watching masquerades, and I enjoyed this one. It was, yeah. Well, they they, they had it down to science, so it worked pretty well. And they had a lot of really good quality entrance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But don't I mean? The, Remember two years ago when it was Big Wow Masquerade? How small that masquerade was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The do doom. Yeah. It was like, well, it was pretty big even the year before the first Silicon Valley, I remember. Yeah. Because that was when UMC'd Valerie, and I remember that. It was, it was in a different room, but it was still huge. I mean, it was, it was a huge room. That was one for yeah. all the celebrities when they did the Back to the Future yeah. panel and everything. Oh, yeah. Yep, they yep. had those little microphones that go around your ears. The AV budget for that room for the first year of Silicon Valley was as was greater than the entire budget for the last year of Big Wow. Wow. Well, all right then. Anyways, um, so just want to say thank you again to my cast for Idiot's Lantern. Uh, we hope to be remounting some of these skits at a later date, so we won't go into detail about them, but they were all more comic booky deep. Mm -hmm. The chances are you probably won't hear "I love you, Barry." Chances <laughs> are "I love you, Barry" will not be coming back. <laughs> yep, that's more for us. That would be ideal. That would be ideal. <laughs> I think Arrow was on ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that'll just be your code word in any sketch. Somewhere along the line, if you're just going to drop the line, just go "I love you, Barry." <laughs> I lived during rehearsals of that skit was when uh, Alex was, was the part where he's going through various uh, Oliver Queen um, hookups. Uh, hookups and he gets to Shadow and he goes, I don't even know who this is because he just forgot the line. But right. in theory, Barry wouldn't know who that is. But it still cracked me up so much I fell on the floor laughing. Yes. And uh, yeah, and I think I think we couldn't talk for like two minutes. <laughs> Um, and I threw that into the. So you did throw it in. I, yeah. I, I said, I, I said, I don't know. I said, I love this line so much that we just, you know, not only did it break Bob for two minutes, yeah. but it was just, I just thought it was hilarious because it was just this kind of example. I don't even know who this I is. Know who this is. <laughs> I said, whether or not anybody else laughs, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. Please <laughs> say this, you know. Yeah, no, good, good stuff. So, Anyways. and I want to say the Doctor Games replay got a lot of love. Yes, it did. It did. Yes, we we, we replayed other uh, old favorites to uh, buy ourselves some costume changing time as we yeah. always need. Yeah, but it was yeah. it was really scary because that was a point where you were telling me, okay, we got to cut the the Arrow Flash skit because we're running out of time. We need to get the new people in. Yeah. I said, or that, or we cut the video. But then I saw how the crowd was was loving the videos. Like we can't cut this video. Yeah. And then was it who was it was it you who told Pat that oh but we only have three more minutes after this which yeah. imply we have we have really like six seven minutes. Well, I ran a little longer because of you know uh, ad libbing and probably creative 
Trade in this, but uh, uh no, I know how long these skits have been timing. I just that's all right, that's yeah, right. it's all right. You got us up there. I'm we got, glad we, we got have to do it. We got up there, we it's did awesome. it. It was all good, it was great. Yeah, yeah, so is what it is. And the next day, Pat was totally like, yeah. Oh man, you guys were so good, it was so fun. I'm so glad that I pushed to let you guys do the whole thing, and blah blah blah. And it's like, Cool, if that's the that's the text, the you know, the, the the show staff reaction yeah. to it, then yeah. we're in, we're in. Good ground. Yeah, uh, I, I want to say a side note uh, about Pat. He uh, he runs a or owns a uh, root beer stand. Yeah, in the park. It's called Weasel Inn. Weasel Inn uh, Sarsaparilla. And you can look it up on Facebook and check it out. Uh, they have uh, booths at other shows and so on. We are coming to the Escondido Renaissance Fair. There yes, you go. Are. Oh, oh. Uh, and he uh, he was so nice. He uh, granted uh, Kelly and Alex and I a, a free pass on some root beers. Mm -hmm. Oh man, and, and they we, were really good. They were nice to be you. you. <laughs> thank you guys for bringing Kelly. Thank you for bringing me one of my booths. It was delicious. Pat so, yeah. came by and took pictures of me and pulled them up. Yeah. Sipping it down. Very, very good. We, we taste tested the other uh, orange mm -hmm. cream, vanilla cream. Oh, they were all great. Mm -hmm. Oh man, Ooh. highly recommended. Yeah. So. I know. I'm a root beer snob, so I know what I. So that's just curious. Is like anybody want to share any of their favorite non-costume moments or memories of uh, the the show? I mean, not the show of, of the convention. Man, I got to meet Tori Bellici and uh, Carrie Byron from the MythBusters. That was so cool. I love the MythBusters, and I did not expect. Any of them to be here. To be fair, I don't. I don't think I actually sat and read the thing. But I was walking through the celebrity area, and there they were. It was it was Tori and Carrie, and then Adam Savage had a booth there. And I don't know if he was actually at the booth. That's little his spot at all. I know he did a panel, uh, but I didn't see him at the thing. But I was able to go up on Saturday and meet Tori, and I was like, Hey, do you know when Carrie's supposed to be here? And he's like, Oh yeah, she's gonna show up tomorrow. And I came back uh, today on on Sunday and. Went, oh, because see if Carrie's here. And there she was. And they were both really nice. They didn't charge for, for photos at the booth. They, they, Tori actually had a sign that said, uh, cell phone photos are free with a smiley face. So I got some photos with Tori, and then I got some photos with Carrie, and some photos with Carrie and Tori, and they were they were both really mm -hmm. sweet. And it was just so cool. Like, how 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 cool to meet, to meet your heroes. Man, that is, that is cool. I mean, it's not a, my hero, but I have to say it was, it was just still surreal for me how often I was running into Steve Wozniak. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in our hallway, in our floor. elevator, because he was on our same floor. No, we're just like on the fourth floor right here. Yeah. I yeah. Thought, I'm thinking, dude, you could get so much better room. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you have the penthouse? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You know? But the first night, like, I'm like, you know, we're getting back into the door, we're trying, and he's like, walked down the hall, looked right here, and I'm like, going, it's Wozniak. He's just standing there, I'm like, going, are you having fun yet? <laughs> it's like, no, I'm looking for batteries. <laughs> That's surreal. Yeah, he shared some battery ordeal he went through. Yeah. We're like, yeah, okay. You know, I found out kind of last minute that Adam West was doing a signing here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know Adam, his agent, and he was there with Burt Ward. And I just took an opportunity. I was dressed as Captain America, but I took a moment just to get into his line, just so I could go stop by and just say hi. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so that was a... A pleasant moment, just you know, for me, just on that end. You know, it's always good to see Adam West. Yeah, Come on, always, you know. Always. But uh, Vicky, anything? Mm, anything oh, to you, Vicky? Yes. Well. Yes. <laughs> well, the I uh, 
Yes. <laughs> Aside from the cheesecake. Is the cheesecake talking? No, no, this was better than the cheesecake, which is saying a lot. Um, anybody who knows me knows I have a serious love for puppets and Muppets and especially anything Henson related, Muppets, Sesame Street, whatever. Well, it was announced earlier that various members of Sesame Street, including Carol Spinney, who does Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch, were going to be here. And you were going to have an opportunity to have a photo op with them. Not only with them, but Speedy Delivery himself, Mr. McFeely from Mr. Rogers, was also included in that photo op. And it's like, what more do you want? I mean, really. I mean, that's like... Ah! That you can resurrect Mr. Rogers himself. That's... Pretty yeah. up there. That was it. Was pretty amazing. So I, I, I knew I had to do that. So I, you know, I got my ticket, and of course I brought my Cookie Monster puppet to do that. And your Sesame Street uh, denim jacket. Yes, and my I wore my Sesame Street denim jacket, which is almost worn through and seen better days, but still it's and and I wore my my Muppet T-shirt, and I brought my Cookie Monster puppet, and as I was. Coming down to the con floor, you know, I was going to check out the con floor some um, before my photo op, make sure I knew where to go for the photo op and when to line up and everything. I run into Carol and a bunch of them in, in the elevator. They're coming. I'm coming out of the elevator and they're getting in and I'm there with my cookie and I, I literally spaz out. I freak the, the flip out. I mean, cookie and I are just sitting there going, <laughs> you know, um, and they were heading off to do their panel. And they're like, oh, we're, we're going off to do our panel. It's across the street. You should make sure and come. And I'm like, yeah. It couldn't even talk. It was, you know, I'm just, just totally, totally freaked out at that point. Um, I wasn't able to go and make the panel because I had some other stuff that I had to do. But um, I went, made sure I knew where to go, made sure I was ready for my tickets and when to line up. And uh, then I went and I did the photo op. And it was awesome. You know, but it, it is very, very... Cattle call. Well, it, they've just, they've got it really well organized. They get you in. There's not there's not a lot of chit-chat, not a lot of personal reaction. they got a huge line of people to get through. So they get you in, they get you out, you know. But, you know, I had a few moments to tell them all, I love you all so much! <laughs> you and know, and, 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 and they remembered me from the elevator because of Cookie. And they said, oh, make sure you come by the booth later. And I'm like, ah! You know, and then, and then I leave and I get my photo, and I'm just like, oh, I have, I have Sesame Street cooties. I was in, yeah. It was, it was totally awesome. Um, and then I rushed upstairs to change into the Evil Queen so I could, because it takes time to do that makeup and stuff, so I could do some time on the floor as the Evil Queen again, um, which, which I, I love. I got a lot of wonderful compliments, spent a lot of, you know, great evil queen love and and that was awesome but part of me was also kind of a little sad because you know the evil queen i just can't run around with cookie monster with the evil queen so i i didn't think i'd be going back by their their booths and um but you know later on towards the end of the con i went by the booths and and they were there and i had a moment where i saw that the the actors who play gordon and louise from from Sesame Street, 
they they didn't have a line and they were talking to each other and they were kind of in front of their booths. So, so I took a moment and I ran up to them and I said, you know, I just want to tell you how much I love you and what you do and, and to say thank you and, and can I have a hug? And they were so nice and I'm dressed as the evil queen and, and I'm totally freaking geeking out here. Wow. But they were so nice and they gave me hugs and they were just so, so sweet. And, and, and that just, and it's so it's like I'm, I, I got my hugs and I turned and I started to walk away and I'm so geeky freaking out because to me this is like you know forget forget meeting movie stars or whatever this is it this is it this is this is the this is the star strike and it's like I'm so jazzed I got to hug them I got to tell them you know thank them for for you know the wonderful memories of my in my childhood and I'm so jazzed and I'm walking away and I and I want to like skip I'm that that hyped up I want to skip and I'm like you're the evil queen thank you <laughs> thank evil you're you're not supposed to be you get back in character thank evil you know if you skip your crown will fall off thank evil thank <laughs> you know so that I I, I I walked away and I'm I'm like working hard to get back into it back into it calm down calm down think evil thoughts calm down get back into your character okay chill out okay put the geek girl away and then I uh, I run into Scott eventually. Yeah, because I, I went back upstairs to change out. He went America. back upstairs to change out of Captain America, and he came back down, and I ran into him, and I and I tell him about my my hugging adventure, and and he's like, well, come on, we're going we're going back over there, and he's got my Sesame Street jacket over his his arm, and so we went back over to the booths and we got in line for Carol and Scott got him to sign my my Sesame Street jacket which on the back has has the various Muppets and characters from Sesame Street embroidered and one of the big ones is is of course Big Bird and he signed it next to it in Sharpie and we'll get that framed and I got a picture with him and I got to tell him thank you and how much I loved him and that was that was that was super 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 awesome and they really loved the jacket, you know, his, they, even his, his handlers and stuff took a photo of it. And I got, you know, a photo with him and me and the jacket, which was just absolutely gorgeous. And then I'm stepping away and I, I noticed out of the corner of my eye that the actor who plays Bob, whose name is also Bob on Sesame Street, who, of course, I grew up with, it, he was being interviewed and I thought, well, I didn't get to hug Bob. <laughs> you know, I, I got I got my Carol interaction, I got Gordon and Lewis and and all I need now is Bob. <laughs> so I, I waited a few and I actually got in his line. There was one person ahead of me in his line and I, I waited and then uh, once he finished that interaction, I just, you know, went up and I said, you know, thanked him for you know, just just wanted to say thank you and that I love you and thank you so much and and got a hug once again, which was absolutely totally awesome. I mean, oh my God, these guys are so wonderful. You you grow up with them, and yes, they're actors and they're playing a character on a TV show, but they are just so kind and wonderful in person. It's you you just feel like they're the real thing. They they are what they were, and. As I'm walking away from him, I ran into a gentleman who interviewed me as the evil queen the day before. And he's like, Queenie! Queenie! And we did this whole air kiss thing because, you know, that's what you do when you're royalty. And we st I was just talking, and I was telling him about the interactions I just had. 
And then he's like, oh, we have to go sing with them. And so he grabs me and Scott and we go back over to Bob and we sang a s yeah. <laughs> we sang with Bob. Um, and Who are the, the people, people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. Who are the people in your neighborhood? They're the people that you meet when you're walking down the street. They're the people that you meet each day. Bob sang with us. Bob sang it with us, wow. which was which was totally, totally awesome. So I'm okay. So now I'm like I'm like quadruple geeked out. You know, it's like forget caffeine. This is like ah. <laughs> And so we're about ready to walk away. So we're about ready to walk away, and then he's like, no, 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 now we've got to go sing it with Gordon and Louise. <laughs> so we run over to Gordon and Louise, and we sing it with them. And, and they, they join in. And they join in. So we're, we, we sing it with them again, and this is just the most awesome thing in the world. And they were all just so sweet and kind and wonderful. And just, ah! I still know that there was a lady standing there going, thank God, people who can sing in tune. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was, it was just, you know, so, so freaking wonderfully magical. And, 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 oh, thanks so much to, to the interviewer, whose name I don't even know. <laughs> But who who just sort of dragooned us and made it happen because it's just like one of those wonderful little magical moments and and I mean come on these are the guys from the street from Sesame Street come on that's bigger than anything Sesame I mean ah please come on I mean okay it was a little surreal I was dressed as the evil queen at the time but sometimes you gotta put aside the character sometimes you gotta just put aside the character and 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 grab these moments and hold on to them and and thank you hubby for the for the jacket and the autograph that was super sweet I don't know if any of us can top that um, I certainly can't yeah how do you talk I Sesame nothing. Street <laughs> I mean really really I remember I remember <laughs> I remember Valerie and I, we were talking about when it was first announced that, you know, that they were going to be there at the con. And and I was like, oh, Big Bird! And and you were so excited to meet another artist who was going to be here. And and we were going, you were you were going, yeah, but so-and-so. And I'm like, no, Big Bird! You're like, but so-and-so. Drew Struzan, thank you very much. Who is drawn the most incredible, gorgeous movie posters of all time, including... The, the first three Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Oh my God! Back to the Future. Um, yes, and yeah. unfortunately, I I missed the opportunity. I was a little too caught oh, up in all the movies oh I had because so I didn't see it. But a consolation prize, I I did get to meet and chat up Pam Greer. Oh, which cool. is pretty I awesome. Pam and oh yeah. I got a picture with her and Michelle Nichols. So that's pretty oh, awesome. Yeah. That's a whole. Lot what a great photo! Right oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. still, well, you got to spend Big some Bird. dinner time with uh, Nichelle. Yeah. yeah, I did it with Nichelle Nichols. That that was nice. That was uh, yeah. so you did okay. I did okay. She was really grateful. I um, I helped uh, bring them last year and this year. Um, meeting people, uh, the interaction is really good for Nichelle. She's getting on, and uh, when she's at a con and people are coming to meet her, uh, that's that's what she does. She's at her best. She's in the moment. Oh yeah. I like being a part of that. 
Absolutely. But Drew, I'm sorry I missed you, Drew Struzan. Please keep doing convention appearances. Please. I will find you. I will come. I just love that Drew go like, oh, Drew's going to be there. Mickey's like, Big, Big Bird. bird. <laughs> Drew, you know, did the posters of my childhood. Big, Big Bird. bird. <laughs> Mickey's like, Big Bird trumps whatever. You know. Big Bird trumps everything. <laughs> only thing trumps Big Bird is, is, is Grover. I'm sorry. It's the only thing that trumps Big Bird. Oh, Grover. I love Grover. Carl would not do Grover. the voice out of the bird. Would he? No. He only does it in the bird. He only does, yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. He would do Oscar while he was in the bird. Do you, interesting, do you see echoes of Big Bird and Carol? Carol is just so He's, sweet and nice, um, but but Big Bird is his own, Big Bird's more of a child, but Carol has, has such a sweetness and a kindness to him. He really does, he and his wife. Um, if you have never seen it, I, I highly recommend you check out the documentary on, on him and his life and his journey with Big Bird that came out several years ago. It's so amazing. Um, yeah. But everybody, and he's, the whole, a, he's an artist. I mean. All of the Sesame Street crew and, and every, they were all, you know, you, you, when, you're, when you're a kid and you watch these shows and you you feel like you know these people mm -hmm. and they're good people and you become, you know, they're your friends. They don't know who you are, but they're your friends and they're your, your people that you trust and stuff. And it's so wonderful to meet them in real life and feel that, yeah, they, they you know, these are wonderful people. They're just wonderful people. They really and, do live up to the expectation, it seems. And they're just so nice and sweet and kind and it just, it, uh, it just does your soul good. <sighs> How about you, Bob? I got nothing. Touches <laughs> that. Uh, I yeah. I I'm struggling. I I mean, yeah. There was a little Wozniak rushes, which were uh, interesting and unexpected. But uh, yeah, I did debate. Uh, the closest thing for me. I mean, yes, Drew Struzan is very definitely up there for me as well. But the only thing I thought about doing, and, and uh, I was going to say, I wish my nephew was in on this conversation, because you would have been Big Bird, you would have been Drew Struzan, and he loves The Flash. He'd have been Greg Gustin, Greg Gustin, I'm going to be Greg Gustin. I mean, that's what he would have been doing, trust me. So, uh, But for me, it was John Cusack. Uh, I grew up on yeah. John Cusack movies. And I was actually going, should I meet John Cusack? And then I saw that line for the photo op, and I'm like, I can't deal with it right now. I just can't do it. I'm like, sorry, John, sorry. Uh, sure thing, say anything. Better off dead. I'm sorry, buddy. I wanted to meet Tom Felton, um, Draco Malfoy from yeah. the Harry Potter movies. He was here. I really wanted to meet him, and I was like, I know that if I look at the pricing for a photo or an autograph, yeah. I'm going to find a way to justify the cost, and I can't. <laughs> I just can't afford it. But if I look at it, I'll go, well... It'd be okay if I did this and I moved this around and I'm, I, I was like, I can't for even, a month. I, I eat ramen for a month and it's just like, I, I was like, I can't, I, I can't do that to myself. So I, I, I was bummed, but I decided I had to pass, which is one of the reasons why I was so happy to see that um, the cell phone photos at, with Tori were, were free. Mm -hmm. You can buy, you know, posters and stuff and he had little, um, little pins that he had designed for sale. Uh, but just going up and taking a photo with him was 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 free, and I was like, oh, thank God. I feel I don't feel bad. Now. You know, I always feel bad going up to the celebrity tables and like talking to them and then piecing out. I I totally understand. Yeah. I felt I felt bad because I didn't have the budget to get autographs and stuff from all of the Sesame Street guys, mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, I don't. Part of me really doesn't 
care about the autograph or the photo or whatever. It's it's just I want the opportunity to say thank you. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. you 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 were important. You meant something. To yeah, me, so. and I mean Tom felt. I mean anything connected to Harry Potter. Harry Potter was really my my childhood. You know, I, I was the right age when the books came out. And I was reading them, and then the movies came out, and I just sort of started getting into acting myself when, when the movies came out, and all those kids were, like, my age. And so I grew up with them and and with the books. So to go and meet Draco Malfoy would have been so freaking cool. And I was like, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't put myself through this because I cannot afford it, and no matter what I do with it, I'm just going to end up feeling guilty. So I just had to say, no, not today. I'll have more opportunities, barring a horrific tragedy. I mean, it's not like he's going anywhere, so. Right. Knock on wood. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I guess that should wrap this up. Uh, any final thoughts from anybody? This was great. You know, I was saying, it was my first time here, so I didn't, I didn't quite know what to expect. I'm familiar with the, this convention center because I do Fanime every year, which is in a month. Um, the thing I liked about it was that it felt, it felt big, it felt like there was a lot of people and a lot of stuff happening, but it didn't feel overly crowded. It didn't feel claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. um, it, it didn't feel like, oh, uh, where's all the people? You know, this is such a big... It didn't feel like that. It felt like there were plenty of people everywhere, but I think, like Valerie was saying, that it was spread out enough that the traffic patterns really, really moved around. I didn't feel yeah. weirdly squeezed in or anything or rushed or... Anything like that for any of the stuff. It was it was a really good vibe. Yeah. That's what I like best about the vibe from the crowd, from the audience, the mm -hmm. attendees. It is mm -hmm. still very much a family con. You go, yeah. you yeah. bring your kids. It's yeah. Lots of kids. Yeah. It was great. Lots of kids. Yeah, and there yeah. were some there were some some really nice, unique vendors there. There was a guy who was selling puppets that he handmade. There was a lady doing beautiful fan based stained glass art. Oh yeah, um, gorgeous stuff. There was so much. There were handcrafted chocolates. I mean, there were and and all your traditional type of vendors that you're used to seeing as well. So it was, it was just really nice. It it really was. It, it's such a nice, big and eclectic mix that it, it's sort of something for everybody. There's one other thing I'd like to add about what I did like about now I think about it was that they had this. Uh, I'm trying to remember what some of their names were, but it was like the Waz crew or the Waz... The Waz squad. Waz, Waz squad. I'll tell you what, that was a great addition because you're so used to like security security or whatever, right. asking somebody who has no idea what's you know, going on because they're the volunteers and they just got dumped in. Mm -hmm. you know? No, these folks were like so accommodating and they would ask, you know, uh, you know, are you doing okay or did you find everything all right? You, you know, and what they asked was usually with a please and a thank you. It was, mm -hmm. it was like so laid back. I really, really appreciated the yeah. way they went about that yeah. sort of stuff. And I, I, they I actually had ambassadors that. walking the floor. If you were like at a booth or something like that to see if you were okay, did you need someone to watch your booth? If you were like, you know, need to take a break or something like that. It, it was awesome. I, yeah. I have to say, I had to deal with them a couple of times and they were really, really cool because you, if you go up to one of them and you ask them a question, and they don't know the answer, they will find you somebody, and they won't just say, oh, go over so-and-so and talk to so-and-so. No, they'll take you to someone who they think knows the answer. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were really, really awesome that way. 
Yeah. There, there were plenty yeah. of them. It's like you, it's yeah. not, you there were plenty of them, and they were all wearing the T-shirts that said Waz Squad, and a lot of them were wired in and stuff. And if you had a question, everybody was just so accommodating. They really Staff were. Staff was great. You Staff know, it was, was was totally awesome. And that was from day one. It was like we couldn't find an electrical outlet at one right. point. Right. When we first and got there, we were setting up. Literally looked and looked until she found us. How about over here? Yeah. Or you, yeah. you can use this one over and, here. And once she finds us an electrical outlet and a place to, to do, because we needed to steam a backdrop, you know, she didn't just stop there. Next thing I know, she sent some other guy over with an extension cord. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, well, you guys told me you were interested in an extension cord. And yeah. this other Lost Squad member uh, said, well, um, our electrical guys are here until tomorrow. Uh, but you know what? Maybe one of the vendors has a spare one. And he just went hunting. Yeah, yeah, they they were so nice and so accommodating even and so they, helpful. And even when so they, helpful, oh my god! When the girl went back to her post, whenever I would pass her for like the next half hour while we're kind of doing our thing, she she would just always ask, "Are you okay? Everything been you know everything working out okay? Everything working okay? You know, it just was like cool." Yeah, yeah, very so awesome. They Absolutely. had a little story for all the volunteers, even some that are, are paid that to thank them. They were asking cosplayers if we wanted to donate anything. Oh. So cosplayers who come in the future, I wish I had known. I would have brought a lot of, uh, you know, a lot more stuff for them because they have a, a raffle. Bring a little something to give out to the crew. I know oh, when I travel, I do my, uh, my my banners and backdrops, and then I don't want to take them home. I, I give them out to the people who work the cons, and that oh. wasn't the case because we drove here. Right. So I right. wish I had you know bigger, better stuff to, well, to hand plans out. for the for the next Something year because yeah, I totally would love year. to hook them up because they they really they were cool. they were super nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been with I've been at conventions with some unhelpful staff. Oh, totally. Oh. And normally, and it's, normally and it's, it's, you know, you run into some who are nice and you run into some who are just so no, not. And it's it's terrible. It's the fastest way to, to just kill your vibe at the con. To, I to, to not have, a, have a concern, ask somebody and get attitude, or ask somebody and have them be completely dismissive and unhelpful. These guys were super helpful, Across super nice. Across the board. I did not run it. Very accommodating. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't bump into anyone. And we had sort of... Uh, like special needs essentially because I mean Valerie had a booth and we were all in on special badges and so and some of the normal rule stuff we were kind of didn't really apply and they were like oh yeah no no totally this is yeah great here let me let you me know, help we, you they're setting up for panels and they, they totally went out of their way to make sure that we had what we needed when I'm sure at most other conventions they would have been like nah you can't do that sorry bye they just, they were totally helpful. They were like, hey, what do you need from us to make your experience great? And it well, was, even, it was even in, the, in the autograph lines, because when I was standing in line for the autograph line, even in the autograph line, which can always be a little bit of a dicey area because you've got so many people standing in line for mm -hmm. so long and, and stuff, they were, they were, they tried to be informative. They, they kept telling people what was going on. They tried to be, you know, they're like, when they gave me my, my, ticket when I bought my when I bought my uh, my photo op and I and they gave me my ticket they're like okay listen this is your bar scan we will at the time you are getting your photo op we will need to scan this before your photo op and we will need to scan this after your photo op take care of it do not lose it do not bend it do not fold it do not mangle it take care of it this is your this is your ticket you must take care of it and they were 
they made sure that, and they kept telling you that when you were in line. And they you told know, you politely. And they told you politely. They weren't ever mean or nasty or anything about it. Now, you know, when you're in the line, sometimes they are loud because they're trying to make sure that people are hearing them, but they're still, their delivery was so nice and professional. Never once did you feel like this is somebody who's just yelling at you. No, this is somebody who's trying to inform you. And and that was such an amazing and pleasant change. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Not not at all. Not at all. Completely. I always say delivery's everything. You know, and they were delivering. Yeah. Yeah. This 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 was this was this was wonderful in that regard. Mm -hmm. So that's all I have to say about that. Yes. All right. Well, um, on that note, I, 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 uh, I guess we, we might be off to uh, play some Uno or get some Psycho Donuts. Um, the Psycho Donuts. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Scott. Yay. Vicky. Yes. Alex. Yeah. Kelly. <laughs> all right. Valerie. Later. And we'll be back next week with more talk here on Costume Station Zero. I love you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, Molly.